This podcast is brought to you by the Western Women's Business Center. The Women's Business Center has served as a catalyst for the success of women entrepreneurs in the mountain region since 2014. Their mission is to meet the needs of women entrepreneurs through one-on-one business coaching, workshops, and access to capital. Their team of experts offer support on a range of topics small businesses need to start and grow. They are a program of Carolina Small Business Development, which is a statewide nonprofit CDFI with a mission to foster economic development in the state of North Carolina. For more information, please visit our website at www.bcnc.org or reach out to Laura Ford at lford at carolinasmallbusiness.org. Um, and how I overcame that was, you know, I would talk to people at, at herb conferences and things, and there were so many young people who wanted to learn, and I thought, duh. So I started having interns. Hey, greetings, and welcome to another episode of the African American Business Association's podcast, sponsored and brought to you by the Western Women's Business Center. I am your host, Jason Muhammad, founder of JM Leadership Development, and with us today we have Lori Bura. Lori is the steward of Green Heart Gardens and creator of Herb Mama, (laughs) a company that makes products from the herbs uh, she grows. She has taught for the NC Medicinal Herb Association and the Organic Grower School about topics from woodland farming to growing and working with uh, hemp to hands-on classes, like making plant vouchers. This is Lori's third career and combines her hobby of growing medicine with teaching and sales. She finds it to be the most fun and most fulfilling. Hey, welcome, Lori. Oh, thank you. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, you know, if you can tell our audience, you know, how did you get started uh, on your on your entrepreneurial journey? Um, with the, uh, the the Green Heart Gardens? Um, well, we left the Northeast after 9-11. My husband was supposed to be in the Trade Center and it took me a day to find him. And my mom had just passed away like three weeks before. We were frazzled. So we put together a list of what community means to us. And we ended up in the Asheville area and bought um, a piece of land out in Candler and my husband kept looking at me saying, we need to make some money. What are we doing about this land? And I had a bunch of gardens going. And I've been making medicines for my family and friends for over 30 years. And so I just said, hmm. <laughs> and just um, found a company that was willing to buy or take a chance on me. So my first year in business um, I sold five pounds of calendula, which is like an antimicrobial herb. Um, so basically started real small um, and started by finding customers and grew from there. Wow. Yeah, that that had to have been a uh, a, a real journey. And you say you're, fr- you're from New York? Uh, I was actually born in Manhattan, but I grew up near West Point. Oh, okay. So it was a little bit more country. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, very good. Well, so, 
you know, what have you learned uh, from your, your journey as an entrepreneur? And, and you know, how, how have your priorities changed uh, since you started? Well, I think that um, after fighting it for a while, I realized that flexibility is key. Um, being small and being able to change my business model, what happened was I ended up with a very large account which um, required me to gain my um, organic, official organic status. So I did that. And these people paid me really, really well. Um, for example, I got $100 a pound for poison ivy leaf, which sounds funny, but um, I was making a couple thousand dollars a year just selling poison ivy leaves, you know, that were growing up trees and things around here. He got shut down. And that was like 95% of my business. And it was like, oh gosh, what do I do? So I was flexible and I kind of looked around at different opportunities. The other thing that I found important is diversification, which that also taught me that you have to do a couple of different things. Well, I shouldn't say you have to. It's a good idea to do more than one thing. So we grow the herbs, we make things with the herbs, we teach people how to grow the herbs, we teach, you know, we do classes here. Um, now people come and camp here. So uh, I also have interns that come here and help me. Um, I do tours. And we're about to do some workshops this summer as well. So it's not just growing herbs, selling them by the pound, like I started. But um, my choice seemed to be find more customers, find more ways to use this land productively. And as I was thinking about that, more and more people were interested in what I was doing. So I opened the doors. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So what is something that, you know, maybe people seem to misunderstand about, you know, your business? Um, People don't always understand what the herbs themselves do. It's like, people try to use herbs the way the way they use western medicine you know i have a headache what do i take i have an infection what do i take and herbs the school of herbal the wise woman way that i follow tries to get underneath that to find out like what's going in the body that's causing this and how can we support the body um, also herbs tend to find balance so you don't necessarily take an herb um let's say to to it's not so much to to cure let's say blood pressure blood pressure is a good you, you would take herbs to balance the blood pressure so you know not necessarily to raise it or lower it but to balance it um there's herbs um for asthma and you can take one to just ex get your bronchial tubes to expand but there's also herbs to work with your lung tissue to keep it soft and pliable so getting underneath things and helping people understand, you know, what to take or why they're taking it um, is one thing. The other thing is to demystify them and like sit down with the plant, look at it, you know, paint it, draw it, talk to it, grow it, um, things like that, where they can just come here and be with it instead of buying a bottle off the shelf of the store. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's, that's awesome. How you talking about having a relationship with the, with the plant or building a relationship with the plant. You know, that's awesome. That's awesome. I have a, uh, my mother-in-law, 
you know, and my uh, aunt were very good with uh, plants, like always talking to them and, you know, always uh, spending time with the plants, you know, just growing the plants. And the, and the, and the plants seem to respond to that, you know. They yeah. did an experiment in a high school, I, I forget where, and they had two plants and one plant the kids would like yell at it and tell it nasty things and the other plant they would you know tell it that they love it and say nice things and at the end of the year you could totally see the difference in the plants wow 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 so let me ask you a question here um what has been like you know besides okay the mis misunderstanding that people may have about your business you know what has been some of your you know, major challenges and how did you get over them or, or how are you getting over them? As you say that, I was thinking, okay, what do I put in here? Getting older, my body doesn't, my mind forgets how old my body is mm. and I can't get as much stuff done as I used to. Um, and how I overcame that was, you know, I would talk to people at, at herb conferences and things and there were so many young people who wanted to learn and I thought, duh. So I started having interns come here. So interns come. I participate with this program called WOLFER, Worldwide Organization of Organic Farmers. And it's all up to us, you know, what we're going to do. But I take people here for two or three weeks at a time. Um, sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Um, we, and we teach how to farm the way we farm. So they actually come here. And they'll work for me for like 25 hours a week. We have platforms for them um, to sleep on and ha hang out. Um, there's an outhouse and a solar shower. And we do communal meals. And they work for 25 hours. And different people like to bunch that up differently. And then they have time to spend in the area. Um, and I've had interns here from Germany and France and from one from Africa, um, all over the place, all over the country as well and some of them i still talk to wow that's awesome yeah that's awesome if you could you know talk to your younger self you know as you're talking about you know getting older as part of uh you know your challenge and how you've uh, gotten over that but if you could talk to your younger self you know what would you what would you ask or what would you say um hmm. basically i would say don't worry about things in your head. You're always young. <laughs> and I think I would encourage myself more to go with my passion and not worry about like school and business. Um, I was involved in personal computers for years and living in Manhattan. And it was, it was a whirlwind. It was exciting, but in the end, it really wasn't me. And it took me having kids and getting back to nature. And I realized how much more fulfilled I felt in the gardens. I grew up in gardens and left them for a while and um, really missed it. Really, yeah. really missed it, getting my hands dirty. When we didn't own land for about six or seven years, we were moving around. Um, we actually had a business and we lost it. We lost everything and had to start over again. Um, so yeah, we had a <laughs> learning center and we lost it in 2000 and four with the back-to-back -back hurricanes um a bunch of our clients lost their businesses so we closed and uh, we just like figured it all out again and somehow it, it worked we i should say i prayed a lot i prayed and had faith 
I prayed yeah. and had faith and, and things happened. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's awesome. So you were um at the this past December, uh the Western Women's Business Center, a business pop up they had in the mall. You know, what was that experience like for you? Um, that was kind of neat. I do shows like that periodically. Um, I I show a lot like at herb conferences and things when I'm teaching. Um, but that Actually, the most interesting thing there was meeting other women business owners and talking to them about how they ran their businesses and trying their products. I found um, people who had adjacent businesses to mine, like working with herbs in different ways. So I found an awesome oil for my skin that I love. Um, There's just uh, people I still I'm in touch with. We don't talk a lot, but we have kept in touch um, with business questions and so I found like I met people like me, which yes. I hadn't really done before. So that was very cool for me. Very good. Very good. Um, so how has the Western Women's Business Center um, and or the AABA, you know, supported your business at all? Like, have you ever gotten any coaching or mentoring or participated in any of their workshops? I have. I have. I haven't for a while, but I'm about to, um, I'm doing, I'm going to have a coach help me with um, my media stuff. The, I need help with my website and getting that together. I had actually hired a millennial to do that, and she did a really great job up front, but as far as making changes and things, um, that's not happening. So um, taking control of that. Um, and also some of the, what I had learned was some of the business practices um, that I wasn't aware because I had never had my own business before. Um, so like some of the things I need to be careful about, I didn't know anything about like paying taxes and, you know, bookkeeping things. That wasn't something other than my household I had to do. Um, yeah. So I found that really handy. And I'm about to start round two now that I have... Um, also, oh, I should back up. Writing a business plan, that was a big one. Yeah. That was a big help, too. <laughs> I used to teach it, but teaching it and doing it are two different things. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> I, I understand that. So um, are there any, uh, is there anything else that you would like for um, our audience to know? And, you know, closing comments and contact information. How can they, you know, know learn more about you and your services? And your products? Um, well, the first thing I would say is I think that having faith in putting your energy into something means a lot. Um, I know they tell you have the money and you, know, you listen to all the business school stuff. Um, and I just think that's got its place. But if you have an idea and you're passionate about it, um, especially if it doesn't exist, like go for it. Just go for it. Talk to people. Get out there be creative, try to do things in ways that other people hadn't before. Um, I used to um, give my stuff out as Christmas presents and I'd go to different stores and things um, and give it to the managers, you know, as a present. And so now some of them carry my stuff. Um, that was one. And I've also, you know, gotten some help from that, like this. <laughs> go to classes, organizations um, like the Women's Business Center, um, really super helpful in not making you feel stupid while you're learning, which is a really good thing because a lot of times you feel like you should know something already. 
um, but you don't. So to take classes from people who teach you um, in a way that empowers you is wonderful and priceless. And I really yeah. have appreciated that. Um, let's see what else. Um, yeah, those are the main things. Um, how to find me. We're about to put some more stuff up on the website. We're, I'm going to be doing um, tours this summer. We're going on the ASAP farm tour in the fall. So you'll be able to come out here. We're in Candler, 20 minutes from downtown. Um, and we're doing some craft projects. We're going to have a day where we, um, probably in August, take the flowers and make crowns. We're going to make smudge wow. sticks with the herbs that, you know, you can just, you'll pick them and, and take them home. I'm going to have a couple of um, meet your herbs, you know, but you've never seen it grow, you know, and you want to take one home. Um, so we're putting the schedule together for that. Um, I'm also going to be at Herb Fest, uh, the end, I forget the dates, the end of April till the beginning of May down at the Ag Center. They move the site and I will have plant starts there um, and remedies and woodland plants as well as uh, sun plants, regular garden plants. Um, where else? Oh, Wild Herb Weekend. If anybody is at all interested in herbs, it is so much fun. It's held at Valley Cruces and it's one of those herb um, weekends that you can have men and women and people of all ages. And it's, it's a hoot. Lots of different mm -hmm. kinds of classes for people of different um, levels. You can be a brand new beginner or you can be, you know, someone like me. I found out about them by attending and now I teach there. I'm going to teach a class in making plant vouchers. So what that is, I have a huge plant press. Like you used to put plants in books to flatten them. So this is just, you know, like a huge plant press. And uh, you flatten the plants and then you learn how to key it with books. So if I say that this is an echinacea um, angustifolia, you go to these books and have somebody else look them up by the leaves and the flower petals and the flowers and things. So I say, this is what I'm selling you and this is my proof, but they're also really lovely art. So I think I'm going to be selling those soon because people started to ask me about them. Um, so Wild Herb Weekend is really fun. Um, yeah. And I will, I will be there. Um, I have um, two email. Well, yeah, I have two emails. The easiest one to find me at is Lori, and it's L O R R I at herbmama m a m m a dot com. So you should know. So one of the things that I learned in one of the classes was, was to have a good tagline. So the company is Herb Mama, and my tagline is Mama Grows Best. Yeah, yeah, very good. Yeah, that's clever. That's actually, that's real clever. And it's a logo of me and my braid. My hair's pretty long and it's always in a braid and I have my hat. So uh, <laughs> one of the other nice things is when I have a booth up, when people see that, they smile. So I get a lot of smiles. Yeah, very good. Yeah, it makes it, uh, yeah, humanizing it, huh? personal and yeah, a connection. Well, if I can make someone's day a little bit better, I just say go for it. You know, that's something nice too. So it might not be cash in my pocket, but it fills my heart. So that's good too. It's important. Very good. Well, Lori, we definitely appreciate you and your attendance uh, and your um, giving your perspective today as it relates to uh, you know, uh, being being the mama of herbs uh, here in in the Western North Carolina region. 
And uh, listen, you take care. And this door is always open for you to be a guest on the AABA podcast. Oh, sweet. Thank you so much. Thank you for enjoying another episode of the African-American Business Association or AABA podcast. Please subscribe to this podcast using platforms like Apple or Spotify. 